When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Bulls Nation, and welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast, presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when signing up your PointsBet account to live your bet life. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Will the GOAT Gottlieb with us as always. He's on Twitter at Won't Gottlieb, and my guy Big Dave is at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports, on the Twitter machine. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Um, Will, have you reacclimated to Chicago yet since your return from Brazil? Uh, I'm yeah, I, I kind of just slip right back into the swing of things. It's nice and warm. I forgot about summer. That's that's always good. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah oh, it's yeah. been not too hot, but pretty good. So hanging oh, out by friend. the beach, <laughs> hanging out with some family. It's been good to be back. Look here, Will. Your weekend was spent mostly off the grid because you're still waiting for your new phone to arrive. The phone that we eulogized on last Friday's episode. Yeah, yeah. Somebody hit me. Somebody hit me up and told me about that. They were like, "Dude, you are really crazy. Like, <laughs> you eulogized your phone." I was like, "I miss it." You know what I mean? It was a great phone. It did its. It's an extension its job. of you. Yes, yes, Will. Yes, it, it did its job. Like I dropped it a thousand times. It was it never messed with me until it was close to the end. And then it was, you know, kind of started messing up and stuff. But it did a great job for what it was supposed to do. But I've enjoyed this time off the grid. I think more people should do this. Break your phones and, you know, get off the grid for a weekend. And, yeah, like, it's been great. Like, yeah, it's been awesome, honestly. Like, I've been I actually read a book and shit. Like, because I, I ain't had shit else to do. I was like, fuck, I'm going to read a book. So, yeah, it was great. It was great. It's been off the grid, you know, not being around people and people not bothering me and sending me messages, even though I'm sure they are, but I haven't gotten them. <laughs> it's, it's been cool, bro. I came front. It's been That's cool. why you didn't reply to me. So do you, were you able to stay out of the way of all these bulls rumors we're getting? Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't really get in until I talked to Matt uh, today and he was telling me uh, about all these rumors. I'm looking at it like, what the hell? <laughs> like, like what's going on? This is crazy. So I'm, I'm anxious to get into this. Like, this is this is all uh, Christmas time right here for me. Yeah. So between what happened over the weekend and then more things dropped uh, this morning, Monday morning, as we have now finally arrived in NBA draft week, all kinds of rumors are flying around about potential trades that might go down on draft night. Star players who could be on the move, star players who, whose futures are uncertain. And we got yet another update on our star player, Zach Levine, and his future. So we're going to try and catch up with everything that we've heard over the last 72 hours or so uh, to kick us off and get us ready for draft week. Uh, and then tomorrow's show, Tuesday's show, we'll do sort of like a big board episode where Will and Dave and I will share with all of you guys who we would like to see uh, the Bulls choosing from if they keep their pick at 18. And then Thursday, just another reminder, we will be doing a live draft show on our CHO Sports YouTube channel from start to 
finish. Actually, a half hour before the start time of the NBA draft is when we will kick things off. And then we will be on the air all the way through to pick number 30. And then after that, we're going to do a draft recap show on top of that. So tons mm-hmm. of draft content coming to you guys from us at CHGO. Looking forward to it. Um, and then in between all of that is our White Sox tailgate party that we're hosting mm-hmm. on Wednesday. So hopefully mm-hmm. we'll see some of you all out there at what I still call Comiskey. I don't know what you call it, Dave. Comiskey. Yeah. <laughs> it's Comiskey or the cell or the place over there. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard somebody else yeah, that, I that think within our crew call it the cell and yeah. I was like ah I just I've never liked the cell I don't like it it just stuck you know what I mean it's one of those things just kind of stuck in your head like oh yeah the cell it, I used to just say Comiskey or you know going to the ballpark or the spot or something you know what I mean like yeah there's no name that really sticks so spot. It, the spot y'all going to the spot yo like it'd be something like that you know what I mean so but we'll see I haven't been there uh, in a while yeah, but I haven't been there in forever. I actually yeah. went to Wrigley for the first time this season uh, just uh, on Saturday. Had a wonderful Ooh, time. Cool. Hung out in the bleachers. Beautiful day. Sunny, oh, but not too hot. And the amazing. Cubs actually got a W for us. So hey. it, was, it was delightful. And then they yeah, you know, Wrigley agrees with you. The next game, but, oh, yeah, of course. Of course, Wrigley agrees with Wrigley me. Wrigley agrees with you, man. Yeah. I'm sure Although plenty I, of Burks out there. I'm sure Burks oh, are on full You know alert. I rock my Burks to the ballpark. Oh um, man! <laughs> did, did not remember the sunscreen and definitely burnt the crap out of the bridge of my nose and my forearms. Oh, but you know what? Oh, wow. It's good. I need to get ready for Vegas, so like pre-burn <laughs> is probably a good idea. The initial uh, burn. The initial get you burn. on a good baseline. All right, yeah, <laughs> get exactly. you a good base. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Do you want to start with the good news as far as what's going on in the NBA rumor mill? Because that would be yet another fairly reputable source. Doubling down on what we heard from Bleacher Report's Jake Fisher last week, which is that after all of the rumors, actually the almost certain outcome for Zach Levine and his unrestricted free agent summer is that he is going to stay with the Bulls and signing a new max contract. Mark Stein, uh, who's got his own platform these days. If you aren't subscribed to Stein's Substack, I highly recommend you do so. He's one of the best NBA reporters out there. So he had this to say. Jake Fisher reported Tuesday of last week, that his most recent reporting suggests Levine will stay in Chicago. I've since been told that similar messaging has been conveyed to teams that were plotting to make a run at prying Levine away from the Bulls, end quote. To me, that is pretty strong, positive news in that not only have we heard from our source that Zach is probably staying in Chicago, but a second source saying other teams around the league have been told Make start making alternate plans because Zach's not going anywhere. What do you guys mm. think about that? I'm excited about. It. I mean, I should say, well, excited is probably a strong word. It's more happy because we've been saying it before the season <laughs> got right. kicked out. We we kind of told everybody what was going to be and what what it was going to be like because one, you know, Zach likes it here a lot. Uh, two, it's a big market city here in Chicago where. He is loved. He has tons of love out here. And three, you get the most money in this place where you're going to stay at right now. It's here in Chicago. And a bonus one for you, he actually has a say-so with the front office about who comes here. He doesn't have to start any of those things over. You know what I'm saying? So that's the good thing about this, him being here in Chicago. He gets to continue all of that goodwill and have all of those things along with a lot of, lot of money to put into his pocket and stay here in Chicago and continue to grow this wheel. Like 
I, it just always felt like a no-brainer, you know what I'm saying, that he was going to do it. But it's just good to hear stuff like this, especially from, like Matt said, a reputable source like Stein. No-brainer is exactly the term that I was going to use. Like, we we knew this is, is always going to be the most likely outcome, right, for all the reasons that you just laid out. Uh, the money is right. The situation is right. Um, and moreover, like, no other team... It just like wouldn't even make sense for any other team. Like they couldn't create the space. They couldn't move around the pieces that would make it possible. So um, I think if anything, like if if there is any any part of Zach who does want to move, it'll it'll be like, you know, in a year, you know, he'll say he'll sign this max, super max deal. He'll get the full five years. It seems like that's what the Bulls are going to give him as well. They should. And in a year, if things aren't going well, uh, if DeMar starts to decline or maybe at the end of DeMar's contract, if he feels like. They don't have their next wave ready to go. Then maybe he'll ask out. But I mean, I think the the Bulls are locked in with their current core at least mm-hmm. until the end of Demar's contract. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens with Vooch. I think that's another big storyline this summer, obviously. But uh, I just yeah, I never thought it was realistic or probable or even like some mod- modicum of a chance that Zach was going anywhere this summer. Mm-hmm. And if Zach actually didn't have that strong of an interest to test the free agent waters and actually find a new home but he was along with clutch sports just making sure that the bulls were aware that they should be ponying up the dough and not trying to get cheap on him and that that's really the the original reason for all of these rumors in the first place was just zach and clutch sports making sure that the bulls were ready to pay up it makes sense for then if they communicated to him at Clutch Sports, don't worry, you're going to get that contract offer. You know, 6 p.m. June 30th, we will have it for you. Mm-hmm. Then it makes the most sense and is in the best interest for Zach, in addition to the best interest for the Bulls, for them to have a mutually agreed upon, we haven't signed on the dotted line yet, but we know what's going down agreement so that they can then figure out, okay, what's our next step in improving the roster this offseason? We know mm-hmm. Zach is staying. So where do we go from here? As opposed to, we might have to have contingency plans B, C, D, you know, all the way to Z if he was actually still playing coin with the Bulls front office and not letting them know, yeah, I'm coming back. Right. And when has Zach not been a straight shooter kind of guy? You know what I mean? That's all we've really known him as, uh, is being that kind of person. The only time I haven't heard him be a super straight was this last interview before he left it offseason? They would ask him about free agency. That was the only time I've heard him, like Matt said, play coy about something. Right. Never heard or him. Do he would ask his opinion of Jim Boylan when he was still the coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Everybody did. Everybody had was Daniel Day Lewis when they talked to about Jim Boylan. Everybody's acting skills were on Denzel when they were talking about him. Okay. But yeah, but he's never been like that. So when he said that, started saying and talking like that, uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there kind of thing. That's my Zach Levine, by the way. But when he did that stuff, I was like, oh, man, he's coming back. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he's too honest to be a, a good actor. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not an actor like that. He's straightforward he's no Jimmy kind Butler. of guy. Just say, just no, say it like it is. He's no Jimmy even, Butler. Dang, man. What is he's this? No, he's not showing up in any Mark Wahlberg movies. <laughs> Oh man! It's, first, it's true, first of like, all, I don't know Jimmy Butler in a Mark Wahlberg movie. He needs—I've never seen it. I don't—I don't know why that hasn't happened if it ain't happened yet. But, but yeah, but he's a straight shooter. 
I've always known him as such, and it just always felt like he was going to come back here anyway. I think there was probably some part of him that was like, well, maybe we can try to do sort of like a big three team up somewhere. Like you mm. know, Kyrie or Bradley Beal are, are also free agents. And maybe if some team can like, you know, create enough cap space to absorb two of these contracts or do a sign and trade to get, you know, get me to the Clippers so I can play with Kawhi and PG or something like that. Mm. Um, you know, maybe, maybe that was like the only reason, because I do think if, it, if the, Goal was always to come back to Chicago. He could have said, if they're willing to offer me the five-year max with a player option, I'll sign. I'll sign mm -hmm. immediately. But he never said that. And so I do think there was a part of him that was like, okay, maybe there are some sort of long shot options that I can explore, but it doesn't seem like anything like that is in the works. Um, it wouldn't be the first time that uh, I remember a couple of years ago, it was like 11 p.m. and it was summer league and people were at the casinos in Vegas and everybody got the notification that the Clippers were signing uh, PG and Kawhi. So like that kind of thing could happen at any point. But I do think it's pretty unrealistic. And like I said, the probably realist case scenario is for Zach to come back to Chicago, play another year or two. And if he does want to leave at that point, that's when he would ask out. But I just I can't see even a sign in trade happening at this point it just doesn't really right. even make sense for the Bulls or for the other team, because now they're shelling out assets and players to go get them. And, and quick on that, Matt, like, I think also, because we talked about this before, too, it's the first time he's been courted. You know, he's mm. never really been courted like that before or or asked out, you know what I'm saying, on the date. Like, me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like it's like that movie What? uh remember that movie She's All That, Matt? You remember oh, that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's sort of like the uh, the nerdy, artsy girl in high school and the guys make a bet and be like, I can turn this girl into prom queen, right? Is that mm -hmm. that that movie? Yeah, it, it was like, yes. And I'm and I'm using the premise of basically, you know, she was this and nobody was messing with her, even though all they did was take her glasses off. But right. she was this girl right here. And then then she became like the belle of the ball. And then everybody kind of wants her, you know what I'm saying, is looking mm -hmm. at her like that. That was that. You know, it's the same thing, you know. It, they thought they were crazy to give this dude $20 million. He was like, what are you talking about? Don't pay this man. Out of your mind. He's got a bad knee, all this other stuff. Now it's like, hey, you know, I apologize. Here's the flowers and the candy. Please come <laughs> out on a date with me. And he's like, no, you know, I'm a, I'm, I want to stay. I want to be loyal to uh, the, the team that I'm with now, man. He just always seemed like that kind of guy, like a straight shooter. I'm loyal. I'm straight up with you. And that's what it's going to be. Was that, was that Freddie Prince Jr.? Who was the, the dude in I that movie? I think so. I think you're that absolutely right. That is a name right. I yeah. never thought would be out there in the <laughs> CHGO Bulls oh, podcast. Hang with us long <laughs> enough. Shout out to wait him, to that, Prince Jr. Hey, Shout wait out to, to him. That night, Will. You're going to hear some names, baby. <laughs> we got four hours. We're going to hear some names. <laughs> also, shout out to Six Pence, None the Richer. Uh, did they oh. have, like, the song of that movie? Kiss wow. me? Is kiss me? Is that what it was called? Yeah. I, I just know that. Leave yeah. me yes. out of the moonlight floor. Just take your glass. minutes in, and we are off the rails. <laughs> Jeff Week, Will. Jeff Week. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, speaking of crazy things that might go down draft week, um, before we move on, because there's a lot of juice to get to into uh, from Shams's latest, but. This is something we've now also heard from two uh, legit sources recently. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they actually both dropped earlier today. The Rudy stuff won't go away, guys. Rudy Gobert and the Jazz, we don't know what's going on with that organization, but he mm -hmm. keeps getting connected to the Bulls. Matt Moore, a.k.a. HP Basketball, 
on Twitter, writer for the Action Network, uh, hosts uh, the Locked On Nuggets podcast occasionally. He was co-hosting with our guy Adam Morris of our DNVR family on the Monday episode of Locked On Nuggets. And he said on that pod, while they were talking about potential trades on draft night, he's heard through a lot of various channels that consensus around the league is that people think slash maybe even assume that Rudy to the Bulls is going to happen. Hmm. That kind of took me by surprise because at Mm -hmm. this point, I thought it was just, yeah, people have kind of thrown his name out there because the Bulls might be looking to beef up their interior defense and he might be, you know, trying to make his way out of Utah, whatever, whatever. And then, uh, Will, you just saw this from, once again, Mark Stein on his uh, live cast with Kevin O'Connor just now. I'm not sure if Gobert gets moved, but from what I've heard, Chicago is as close to a most likely destination as there is if he's dealt. So they, mm-hmm. he threw in the if he goes anywhere, Chicago mm-hmm. most likely destination. But that's now two more mm-hmm. NBA sources saying, Rudy to the Bulls, Rudy to the Bulls. This is apparently not nothing. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a thing. I think, uh, I think it's definitely not like a sure thing. I would be very surprised by that. But I do think that the Bulls are probably the leaders in the clubhouse. I don't know how many other teams are really even in the race. And part of me feels like this could be a little bit of noise being drummed up by whether it's the Jazz or, um, you know, agents or anything like that, that are trying to say like, all right, well, this is the going right is a fringe all-star caliber center and a like blue chip prospect that is going to get you in the market for a Rudy Gobert. So mm-hmm. if the bulls, if this is what the bulls are offering like other teams in the league. If you want Gobert, you got to beat that. So I think mm-hmm. there's probably some of that going on here. Um, but I do think that it's probably real that the bulls are the leaders in the clubhouse. Uh, but I, I, I would be hesitant to say that like, it's a, it's a done deal that he's going anywhere, let alone mm-hmm. to the Bulls specifically. Um, I do think he probably gets dealt and the Bulls are probably the likely leaders. So that's kind of where the, that whole wording is coming from. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think, I certainly haven't heard anything that would suggest that it's a done deal by any means. Mm. You know, it, this also kind of tells you what the league, not fans, not Bulls fans, but what the league kind of thinks of Nikola Vucevic. And because for the Bulls to be the league, because I remember reading about Atlanta and the trade they had lined up, you know, allegedly, you know, the trade they had lined up. It was like Clint Capella, you know what I'm saying? A couple of draft picks. Uh, Her- uh, I believe Herter was in there also. Uh, I think Hunter was in there too. Like this, I was like, damn, that's a pretty stacked deal they want to give them, you know, for Gobert. And to hear their name not mentioned by Stein in there, they're like, no, the Bulls are the front runners. For me, it tells you where how people kind of value Vooch, honestly. Like, because to get all of that and to say, no, I still want, as Will said, that fringe all-star kind of center. You just because he can still shoot. You know what I'm saying? I know he had a bad year, but it's his first bad year in like 10 years. You know what I'm saying? As far as shooting the basketball is concerned. And then your bad year, you're 17 and 11 and you're still a floor spacer, and you're still a good rebounder. You know what I'm saying? You're still a guy they got to contend with. So it just shows me the value that he still has around this league if the Bulls are going to be front runners, because the Bulls are not going to give them Patrick Williams. This has been known. They said this. We talked about this. They're not giving up their, their baby, their first ever pick. That's not going to happen. So it's going to be Vooch and probably a Kobe White in a pick or something like that. That seems a little less than what Atlanta's offering, but it just shows me the value that Vooch has and what Utah, you know, really values and wants. I used to agree with that 
100%, Dave, as far as what you just said about Patrick Williams and him being their first pick, their high lottery pick, and him mm-hmm. not being a piece that they would be willing to throw into any kind of trade. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of people have been just kind of using Kobe White as that trade chip plus the 18th yeah. pick and how far does that get you? And, you know, is Vooch also involved if it's because you're trying to get Rudy? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see that as ironclad as okay. much as I used to. If okay. they are really going for the we're making bold moves because we're trying to win now. And as Will was talking about earlier, we don't really know how much DeMar has left in the tank. And this this kind of like two-year window that you now have, assuming you re-sign Zach, DeMar's still here. You've got those two all-stars. And then what pieces around them do you have? Knock on wood, hopefully you got a healthy Lonzo Ball and a healthy Alex Caruso. But, mm-hmm. I mean, are, are you willing to part with Patrick Williams because you're trying to add a blue-chip defensive player, perennial defensive player of the year candidate, as your starting center mm-hmm. to really go for it next this year and next year. If they want to do that, I feel like they have to face reality that they're probably going to have to give up Patrick Williams to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And may, maybe, maybe they are willing to do that. What, Will, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that the Patrick Williams thing has always been interesting for that reason. And to me, it's always been, we're not going to like, I, I just don't think you can be that close minded about any prospect you take. Like maybe you get LeBron James first overall. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to trade this guy because he's that franchise player, but right now Patrick is not that guy and it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he will be. And then in the foreseeable future, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think we're basically a year away from being in some ways. I don't want to like put this out here in, in the wrong way, but like Kobe white just had year three and he's 21 years old and everybody's done with him. He has no trade value around the league. Like there were the reports about the bull shopping 18 and Kobe white and like coming up empty. Like, are we a year away from Patrick Williams being in that same boat? You have to be careful about that kind of thing. And if Mm -hmm. they are going to trade him, it absolutely has to be for somebody that they think is the guy, right? Like Mm -hmm. it cannot be for Jeremy Grant. It can't, it has to be for somebody who will put them over the top. And if they believe that Gobert is that guy, I guarantee you Bulls Nation will be on board and behind that decision when it happens. Mm-hmm. It will sting for sure. And it would suck to see Patrick Williams go become an all-star caliber player on another team. But if you're the Bulls, to your point, Matt, like they have this window now. It's DeMar's age 33 season. Zach is 27. He's not getting any younger, but he is entering his prime and hopefully the best years of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got, you know, a little bit of an older center. Like you just you have to play for the window that makes sense. And I get Mm -hmm. wanting to straddle the line and do the Warriors thing and the Spurs thing of, well, we've got Steph and Clay and Draymond and they're in their early thirties, but we've also got Kuminga, Wiseman, Moody, and all these younger guys, and they can kind of, and pool and they can do it at Mm -hmm. the same time. I think that's a really tough game to play. So I do think that Patrick Williams would be on the table in a move that AK and company think is the move that gets them the guy that puts them over the top. But Mm -hmm. It's, I think whether or not you think Rudy Gobert is that guy is really the bigger question for, I think, a lot of Bulls fans and me. And I go back and forth on it. Like, I know I came out really strong with the the article and my initial reaction was like, no chance. But um, I do certainly get that line of thinking, like you've got this window and you got to either go for it or be OK with being a first running out team, because how are you going to really get better without Patrick Williams becoming that guy? Uh, yeah. You probably got to move him for somebody that is that guy. Yeah, that's true. And I think with me, I just don't see them giving that up unless 
like you said, it's that guy. And you said, unless you think Gobert is the guy, I don't think Gobert is the guy. Yeah, I don't, and I think I don't that's exactly that. That's exactly the conversation. Like, mm-hmm. it bothers me, I think, when people, to your point, Matt, say Patrick Williams is untradeable because he was the fourth overall pick in the first move they made. I don't think that's true. I think you can, I don't think you can even debate that. Like, they should be willing to move him in the right deal. Yeah. What you can debate sure. is whether you think Rudy is that guy. And we yeah. can have that debate back and forth, and I can change my mind a million times because I'm not sure. <laughs> but I think that's the real conversation. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's the convo to have uh, about that. And and yeah, let me make that clear. Like, if the right thing comes along, yes, you trade Patrick Williams. You know what I'm saying? You don't be foolish about it. It's not a Lou Dan Kobe Bryant situation. No, if it's the right thing comes along, you make the trade, period, point blank, when you're thinking it's that dude, it's that guy, he's the one for sure. You make the trade. I just don't feel that way about Gobert. I don't, I don't see that. And when I when I look, will he will he move them up? And there's no question about it. He's that damn talented. He's that damn good. Answers a bunch of questions for the Bulls uh, on one side of the ball. He takes care of a lot of things, man. But the dude getting that dude to and that's the reason you're gonna start getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know. I don't. I don't see him as such. I still think you're missing something. And I don't think Patrick Williams. I don't want to give up Patrick for that yet for Gobert. I just don't. I just don't. And But if they do, as I say with everything, if they can't ever want to do it, I'm completely with it, and I will stand behind it and roll with it if that's the move they make, I promise you. Yeah, and I think right now, like, they're basically a Gobert away from just, like, purely at, like, swapping Gobert in for Vucevic maybe. Then you're starting to feel good. But when you lose Patrick, now you've got to, like, make up that piece, right? And yeah. So if you lose yeah. Patrick too, then you've you've taken a big step forward, but you've also taken sort of a half step back. And so you do like have work to do with the roster regardless, because you're not going to just get Gobert. So, uh, but, and that's where, that's where my feeling of like, there's work to be done anyway. And I think mm-hmm. it puts them in a better situation to get talent when you've got three guys like that. Mm-hmm. And, but to your point, mm-hmm. Dave, maybe players around the league, if, if teams around the league are feeling this way about how good Vucevic is and what his value is, I mean, he's, uh, 31 years old playing on the last year of his deal. And it's only 22 mm-hmm. million for an all-star caliber yeah, player. Right. Um, you it's know, friendly. that could be, that could be really valuable. And so yeah. um, both as a trade trip, trade chip, but also for other players that might want to come play. Like I said before, I mean, Patrick yeah. has not done anything to like solidify the fact that he's a 36 minute a night guy at the power forward <laughs> spot. If the right. bulls have the $10 million mid-level exception and I'm a four and I think I can come compete for that spot. Hell yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, we've got more to get to, including some other big men who could be gettable uh, this offseason and maybe even on draft night. Uh, Miles Turner and John Collins among them, one, at least one of which has been tied to the Bulls. So we'll talk about that next coming up. But first, today's episode brought to you guys by PointsBet. As I mentioned at the top of the show, the best way to support CHGO is to download that PointsBet app and use promo code CHGO. When you sign up, if you do that right now, you're going to get those two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our amazing exclusive web content, including all of these amazing draft profiles that our guy, the goat has been doing just dropped another one over the weekend and another one this morning. Check them out. You'll even get a free t-shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. And we just dropped some new fresh merch today. Two shirts. We got a Skyline shirt. We got a new Cub shirt. We got a new White Sox shirt. Check them out at CHGO Locker. And you can pick the one you want as a perk when you sign up for a PointsBet account. 
which is your home for live in-play betting. And it just got even better. If you see an edge in the game you're watching, if your favorite team is primed for a comeback, don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. See why consumers say PointsBet has the fi- has been the fight has been the fastest with their live bets. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. And as we've been telling you, the online signup is now available for that PointsBet app if you live in Illinois. Mm-hmm. So what are you waiting for? Is it time to elevate your live betting game? I say it is. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Will the thrill tell them what to do? Live your bet life. Mm-hmm. Said that with so much vigor. And do you know why? Athletic Greens. That's oh, why. What a segue. Oh, I learned from the best. That segue pet guy. I learned from it. Woo. Those 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals, that whole food source, superfoods, the probiotics, and the adaptogens to help you start your day right. That is Athletic Greens, this special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, your focus, and your aging. And it does not cost you a lot of money. It costs less than $3 a day. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself, and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. And it's recommended by professional athletes, but more so than that, it's recommended by professional sports writers. That man, Will the Goat Gottlieb, gets down with the Athletic Greens. Will, I know you have me back because you got some Athletic Greens at the house, sir. I just got back from abroad. I'm back in my athletic greens routine. I'm loving it. I'm feeling better. Mental clarity, feeling healthier. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It's all it's good with all the athletic good. greens. It's all good, baby. AG, all good. Athletic greens. To make it easy, athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bulls. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bulls to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because it's Athletic Greens. You scoop it, you dump it, you shake it, you drink it, you feel it. Oh, I feel good. Delightful. Absolutely delightful. <laughs> Golden All right, y'all. coming to a podcast near you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, real, I was going to say real quick shout out um, part one of y'all, y'all's ball on bulls two parter with Stacy. I just finished listening to it this morning. Incredible. Everybody go give it a listen. Why does part two drop? Part two dropped. Actually, part two dropped Sunday. So part two oh. is out there right now. You can go check it out. Yeah, it's available. Both parts. Go check them out. It was an awesome, awesome conversation. And part two, we got into uh, the title runs with the bulls. Uh, we got into uh, this current bulls team. A lot of uh, Derrick Rose talk, uh, some stuff about Scottie Pippen, and some Avery Johnson questions because I had a question about Avery Johnson. As you know, my show is named after Avery Johnson. So it's an homage to Avery, so I had questions. <laughs> Love that. Um, <laughs> all right, so guys, before we get into the actual stuff that might be Bulls relevant in this Sham Sharanya uh, big beefy report that he just dropped on Monday morning, can we, can we first take a second to just laugh at the Kyrie stuff? Because I want to take a second to laugh. <laughs> so... This was uh, at near the top of this report. Um, Kyrie Irving has a June 29th deadline on his $37 million player option for the 22-23 season. However, multiple sources tell The Athletic the conversation about Irving's future have gone stagnant between him and the Nets. An mm. impasse currently exists among the parties 
that clears the way for the seven-time All-Star to consider the open marketplace, those mm. sources said. What a shit show. <laughs> also, the, the Lakers and Knicks being two of the teams named most likely to potentially be interested in a deal for Kyrie makes it even funnier to me. There's there's no way he's going to the Knicks. Let me just start right there. He's not he's going, not going to, to a place Knicks. where he can't play the home games. That was Come the whole on. thing about... Right. Exactly, Will. Well, like, didn't, didn't no that sense. rule get lifted as we neared the end of the season? Like the New York City vaccine mandate in public places? Was it that it got lifted or that they were they were just eating the fines? I Maybe can't it got remember. Lifted. I can't remember. Don't remember. It was one, one of those two. We're spreading I, fake news. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me let me spray for, spread some more because personally, I if he I think if he goes anywhere, I think he's going to Miami. Like I really do. I I think it works for him down there because his boy is Jimmy Butler. Would, Jimmy Butler loves him. Deal with Jimmy Butler was trying to cut, cut, recruit him to the Bulls before Jimmy yeah. decided that he didn't want to be here. Yeah, if that's his boy. Is is wait Kyrie a Irving? Wait a second. Wait a second. Jimmy did not decide he did not want to be here. It okay. was the front office that decided he was not going to be worth a max deal. Well, just re- saying. Okay. Well, so okay, I misspoke. <laughs> the report was that Jimmy then retracted no that pitch to Kyrie, <laughs> saying, "Never mind. Shit, here's messed up, and I don't know what's going to happen." <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds fair, sure Will. Is that okay to say? Sure, right. sure is messed up here. I'll give him All that. Right. All right. <laughs> but I, I can see, I can see it happening down. And plus, he doesn't have to worry about a mandate in Florida. He doesn't have to concern himself with it. No. He, he'll be Florida's totally a lawless swamp. Yeah, exactly. Right. He'll be down there. He can do what he wants. So you got your friend down there. You got a chance to win the championship, and your beliefs won't be compromised. I mean, it's Pat Riley. Pat Riley will make that stuff happen. That's what he does. He sneaks in and he swoops. And I, I don't know. I can really if, st- if Kyrie's whole shtick and why he kept uh, trying to explain why he was refusing to, the vaccine was just about like freedom of choice, will he get equally mad at you know Florida? What's his fucking name? DeSantis and his anti mask mandate. Because if it's just about people's freedom of choice and it's not about the vaccine, he should be equally pissed about an anti mask mandate, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to ask Kyrie about that, bastard. man. Dumb I see this. Bastard. Is, this is why Matt's enjoying this so much. I see the joy on his face. My God. <laughs> if I'm a, if I'm an NBA team, and by the way, like again, the only teams with cap space here are the Pistons and the Spurs and the Magic. So he's realistically mm-hmm. not signing anywhere outright. If I'm an NBA right. team, like, do I want to deal with this? Like, he's super talented. There's no one like him. But like, yeah, is it worth the headache? I, yes. I Yes, well, you you answered the question. Super talented. It's what you just said right there. When you're super talented, you'll deal with it. If you'll deal with Dennis Rodman, if you'll deal with Meta World Peace, you'll deal you'll deal with Kyrie Irving because he's that damn good. Like they'll make room for him. So Miami or LA, but it won't be the Knicks because they definitely won't deal with it because oh. Tibbs is insane. Like they definitely yeah, won't mean. deal with it. <laughs> the second he's like, I'm late for practice. He's he's Tibbs, been. Tibbs would run him into the ground. He would. Oh my God. He, he's not getting any rest games. He's playing thirty nine minutes a game. Yes, the dude told Milwaukee he couldn't play. Kimball, you can't play no more. We good. He just, <laughs> go sit out. Like no, dude. It's no way. There's no way Kyrie is going to the Knicks. Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like. Um, just a general consensus of people. I just quote tweeted the Shams report this morning with just a bunch of laughing, emo- crying, laughing emojis. Bulls fans in my replies, basically all consensus seemed like, yeah, I, I don't want nothing to do with Kyrie, which I like. I didn't even think was on the table. 
Yeah, um, I didn't either. I, I, if it's a, you know, NBA fan popcorn scenario where we, you know, Kyrie does get moved after all of this, especially after watching the Warriors with a chip just now, Kevin Durant must be thinking like, my God, man, what the hell have I done? Come on what home, have KF. I done? Come on home, KD. Come on home. We got room for you. It's okay though. Cause you know, Ben Simmons might be ready to play by what, next year's playoffs. <laughs> oh man, I forgot all about that. Yo, ben Simmons, <laughs> Brooklyn Net. Wow. <laughs> Him and Kyrie, Katie's got half a teammate. You're right. This is a shit show. You're right. Like, wow, I forgot all about Ben Simmons, dude. Oh man, what a mess is going on over there. Because he hasn't played basketball since 1982. (laughs) Oh man, dude. Wow. NBA, man, it's fantastic. I promise you. This is good stuff. It truly is. Um, okay, so let's talk about a couple other big men. Um John Collins. Interesting name. Apparently, according to Heavy's Heavy.com's Sean Devaney, formerly of Sporting News, he said that Collins could be on the move, maybe even so much as requesting a trade from the Atlanta Hawks right now, wants mm-hmm. out, and that the Bulls could be a team eyeing him. In this report, Sham Sharanya also noted that the Sacramento Kings have their eyes on John Collins mm-hmm. uh, and, and might be involved in, in some kind of draft night trade. Uh, the Kings do currently uh, have themselves slotted at that number four overall pick in the draft on mm-hmm. Thursday night. Guys, I, either of you intrigued by John Collins potentially being that big man the Bulls might be after this offseason, a guy who has still so much potential in the NBA uh, and, and great physical tools, but also has dealt with some injury issues so far in his NBA career. Uh, big Dave, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I've always liked him. And I've always liked this game. I don't think he's a center. I think, see, now Will, I'm so brainwashed on Will. Like, every time I see somebody who's 6'9 or 6'8, I'm just like, ooh, Will would love him as a small ball player. Like, I mainly think of that. And that's what I think okay. of when I see John Collins. But but it's that length, too, that he has and that athleticism that I know AK is after as well. Um, and the 20 and 10 that he can get you and the shooting that he provides and stuff like that. But the Achilles heel for me is the injuries and his IQ, I question sometimes. Because he's, I've seen him make some boneheaded decisions on the floor, and I don't, I, I can't, I don't know how good it would work here. But you got Lonzo here, so I think he would make it easy for him, uh, because he worked well with Trey Young. So you know those kind of guys work well with point guards who are looking for, you know, to get you that kind of offense and things like that. But bottom line, I like him. If we get him, I'm, I'm completely with. I'm not against getting John Collins here. Yeah, he had a monster season with Trey Young. Just lobbing him you know alley-oops on a silver platter and then they brought in Clint Capella and it's a pretty clunky fit between the two because to your point Dave like he like tweener is such a it's a a funny word and like going through this draft prospect you you hear people like talk about guys and they're like well what position it's like do we care about positions anymore like is that are we really still talking about that but Collins is one of those rare cases where he is the size of a center, right? He's got, he's like six, nine, six, 10, but he's got the wingspan, but he doesn't really move his feet well enough to like be that small ball guy that can switch out in the, on the perimeter and, and really, you know, allow you to, to switch everything in, in the playoffs. Um, he can space out the floor, but he also like, doesn't really move well enough to be like a force. So he's kind of got to play alongside with another, athletic mobile big and it's just like a little bit of a clunky fit with him i think no matter where he goes um obviously like the bulls have the opposite of a compella type of center 
So it could work. Uh, I definitely like think the offense would be really nice and he like provides way more size. Um, the shooting is really nice, but I do think he kind of put up some, I hate to say this, but like emptier calorie stats that one year and has been a little bit more like he probably will be the rest of his career, which is not a bad player at all. Like 16 and seven is really solid. Um, but I, I don't think he's like a all-star caliber like power forward. That's the missing piece for the bulls. But I do think he would be a, an upgrade for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued, definitely intrigued. Um, and again, all, all that we've heard is a whisper from one source. Again, that being Sean Devaney, that maybe the bulls have their eyes on Collins and you know, uh, Will, you mentioned Clay Capella. This Shams report also mentions his name and saying that the Timberwolves are also in the market for a veteran big man and that mm-hmm. they have been maybe talking to Atlanta or at least trying to talk to Atlanta about Capella. So, I mean, my assumption would be that the Hawks could move one of those two between Capella and Collins, but I would say unlikely that they would move both unless they just have some secret plan about you know, completely redoing their front court. It's interesting to me that both of those guys are in the mix. Yeah, that would actually be my guess as to what happens is that they want to free up as much space for Anyeka Kangwu as they can and then try to play DeAndre Hunter type of player at the four and be a little bit more switchable, a little bit more spaced out uh, around Trey Young. And then ideally, they finally find their guy as a secondary ball handler who can also play off the ball next to Trey Young. Um, so that wouldn't surprise me at all. And I, I haven't, this is not the first time I've heard about the Timberwolves potentially wanting another rim protector type of player to play next to cat, which I think is really interesting. That's Mm. kind of the opposite of what teams are moving towards these days, but with the way that cat just, I mean, completely can kill you in the post. And if you're trying to guard him with smaller guys, uh, it's just going to be two points every single time. Um, and also obviously like the greatest shooting big man in the game right now. So uh, that that could be an interesting, um, unique pairing there. But yeah, I mean, I, I nothing would surprise me with the Hawks. I think they they obviously made it to the conference finals two years ago. And I think they kind of overachieved in that way. And then mm-hmm. last year missed the playoffs entirely. And so they're going to want to do something to revamp around Trey Young because like the clock is ticking on these guys, you know, like if you're not constantly trying to get better with some of these young guys, you just never know if they're going to ask out. And so they've got to do everything they can. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely agree. I think that I would give them one more year, honestly, well, like before I just see a fire sale happen uh, for them and all those players, because they're stacked with so much talent, you know, and everybody, you know, really likes their length and they got all these guys with athleticism and speed and shooting, but you know, it, it hasn't clicked. It hasn't come together yet. So I think they would give them a year to see what can occur. And then, man, it could be an incredible fire sale going on uh, in Atlanta because Trey Young's the only piece is that we know is going to be there for sure, at least in my head. I'm like, Trey Young, for sure, is the only one they're going to build around. So it's going to be whatever works for him. And if they're trying to bring in a star, like a real straight-up star, that fire sale can be really, really interesting next year if this team doesn't do what they're supposed to do and another it's the same it's the same balance it's the same balance that i think the bulls are trying to strike with trading kobe or pat williams like you you Mm. don't want to wait too long with some of these guys but you also don't want to sell too early and like risk trading away a future star so it's a really tough line to play as one of these gms here who have drafted a lot of the their own players and are now trying to decide what to do with them 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another Eastern Conference team that could be in fire sale mode and, and could hit that button as soon as the draft on Thursday night is the Pacers, who are also mentioned in the Shams report, yeah. who are once again seriously discussing trades for both Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner. There's that name, Miles Turner. Wizards and Knicks interested in Brogdon, according to Shams, uh, armed with the numbers 10 and 11 picks, respectively. The Hornets have expressed interest in Turner. Um, mm. Indiana, which has the number six pick in the draft, could elect to continue retooling its veteran core rather than rebuild entirely around young players. So the Pacers kind of have a decision looming. Um, and, and both of those players, Brogdon and Turner, involved in that big decision for the future of their franchise. Turner's name is one that has come up repeatedly uh, on Bulls Twitter, among Bulls fans, as a potential piece that you could add to what we have now uh, to, to upgrade uh, a, a variety of, of things on your roster and, and chief among them, rim protection. Um, and, and perhaps doing so for a cheaper cost than going out and getting Rudy Gobert, three-time defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. So there's there's no direct tie between the Bulls and Turner in this report. It's just that the the Pacers are shopping him. Yeah, Turner? Question mark. Either that looked like a solid uh, answer for you guys for the Bulls. Uh, I like him. I I think I've been talked out of Turner. I think that's what happened to me because I was fully in like during the season when this kind of came up. Like, yeah, give it to him. But then just speaking to people who are much smarter than me. Uh, and hear them giving those opinions on him. I think they kind of talked me out of him. And as far as fit and all those other things are concerned uh, with Miles, and of course the injuries also really truly concern me. We don't need any more injuries on this team, man. Like my God, I don't. Man, it's tough. It's tough to deal with. Um, I see him more like a Nick because of you know Robinson leaving. You know, I, I don't think Robinson is long to be a New York Nick. I think he'll be out of there. Um, might be on the Bulls. Who knows? But I see him either there, I can see him on Dallas or something like that if they can pull something off and, and get Miles Turner. But I don't know. I've been talked out of him. So I'm kind of sou- I've been soured on Miles Turner, Will. I think in theory, offensively, it would be great to have somebody who is a little bit more, and I want to pull up his numbers to make sure that I'm actually, you know, right about this. But he seems like he's a better three point shooter than Booch, at least a little bit more consistent. But uh, only 33% last year on threes and 35% career. So he's a, he's a little bit more stable as a three-point mm-hmm. shooter. Um, has gotten up four and a half threes per game over the last uh, two seasons. So um, definitely more of a reliable deep threat. And then obviously you're looking at like somebody who led the league in blocks in 2020-21 at 3.4 blocks per game. And then his blocks per game went down by 0.6 last year and he still led the league. So, I mean, we're talking about elite of the elite rim protection, Um, but I worry about the rebounding. I mean, that's been a problem for the bulls. And now, you know, you're bringing in a seven rebound a game guy, you know, career high seven rebound a game guy uh, in place of Vooch and losing, you know, on average four rebounds per game. But also, as we've talked about before, just how good of a boxer outer Vooch is and how many rebound opportunities he creates for his team. So Mm -hmm. uh, I think they would really struggle there. And I think that's an area that they kind of can't afford to struggle with. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would certainly help the rim protection and that would be great um, and give them a little bit more space. But again, he's limited in the sense that he's only really giving you three-point shooting as opposed to that short roll facilitating and, you know, post-up offense if if the Bulls kind of run through Vooch in the post at all this year. It remains mm-hmm. to be seen, but definitely more of a 
a one trick pony as it were on offense. I forgot about that rebounding. You're right. That's that's... yeah. The rebounding I think is a huge deal. Yeah. That's big. Um, the other interesting piece to, uh, of this real quick, and then we can move on to a couple others. Um, the Hornets not wanting to pay miles bridges. I find that interesting. Uh, I don't know what the Hornets are doing. Um, you know, mentioning (laughs) them as a team that might be also looking to make some major moves this year. Um, mm-hmm. PJ Washington's name has also come up. They've got to make a decision on him. Um, you know, six, eight, a guy who's shown that he can also knock down shots at the NBA level. This will be the last year mm-hmm. of his rookie deal, uh, coming up 22, 23 before mm-hmm. hitting restricted free agency in the summer of 2023. I mean, that to me, that might be a piece that some team should absolutely try to steal away from the Hornets. If the Hornets are dumb, I like, you know, what are the Hornets doing? I don't know. Bridges is another fascinating name. And I know some Bulls fans are like, let's go mm-hmm. get Bridges. We need a two-way player. I'm like, I don't know where he fits in with yeah. Zach and DeMar being yeah. here. Um, PJ Washington is interesting, though. Yeah. I, the Hornets have been in the news for all the wrong reasons as of late. What is MJ doing? I, it's, it's so crazy. I mean, first, you know, Kenny Atkinson leaves and he goes away, which I actually didn't have a problem with. I thought that Tony should have been the coach anyway. Um, but then you got uh, my man Trez getting caught with the weed, which is stupid, by the way. Let that man go. Dude let has some weed. Go. All right. Leave stop playing. All right. Chill. All right. Let that man go. But then I think, Matt, what, what also with Bridges, I think it's two things. And one is basketball related and one's not. I think when it comes to basketball, they might be looking at the fact that he might only be doing this because of the point guard that he has. They might be thinking on that terms. Like, are you really this good without without a ball, Mello. you know, setting you up, you know what I mean, hooking you up, throwing you these ill passes? Are you really that good? Are you really that guy? Can you carry it yourself? I think that's one of the things hindering it. The other thing, <laughs> and this, I could be wrong about this, but when my man started posting pictures of him drinking lean, it's like that on, on Instagram. I was like, oh, man, no, bro. Not, not when you're about to get the money. Not this. Don't do that here. Not yet, bro. Not yet. Miles, not yet. That might have something to do with it. That's just, that's just, could be, that's just my opinion on, on this. I don't think it's a fact or anything like that. But I just found it, the timing, interesting on that. Like, as soon as that came out, they're like, yeah, we don't know about paying you. <laughs> we don't know about giving you some money. So, yeah, man, they're, they're an interesting team. And. I don't know. I think he, I hope they pay him and stay because they could be my favorite team to watch, especially if they get Dan Tony and he gives the ball to, to ball and let him do what he does best. You know, run that eight second offense. They could be explosive and, and just a lot of fun to watch with the pieces that they have. You mentioned PJ Washington, especially with the shooting and all that that he brings. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see, though, man. But it's it's been interesting times in Charlotte so far, man. Anybody who watched the playoffs knows that big wing six 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 seven guys who can defend and space the floor and attack the basket are like the most important position in the game today. Right. And how old is Bridges? I mean, I think he's like twenty three years, twenty four years old. Yeah. Uh, just give him the money. Like, I listen to all these podcasts about like you know managing the cap sheet and um, like you know should we give this guy a player option or injury protections and all this stuff. And it's just like we're trying to nickel and dime these athletes and like, just to try to like save your owner $5 million a year in luxury tax, or like allow you to have a little bit more flexibility to bring in another vet minimum. Like 
it's just it's kind of a shitty way to to deal with nba like these yeah. players are worth like it get, giving a player a lot of money should not make him be worth less because now his Ooh. like hold over the cap is a bigger number so mm. that i i just have been realizing how much i don't like that and um i hope they pay him because he's really good and he's a great fit with mellow and he's like the most important commodity in the nba right now so i, I think it's a no-brainer and I don't know if they're just like trying to drum up some trade value, but like, who would you, I don't know. I just, I don't see why they would do that. All right. We got two more names to get to before we get out of here. Uh, one of which I know will would love to talk about. Uh, but before that, okay. big Dave, give the folks one more quick shout out to points bet. Would you please? I shall do that because if you enjoy CHGO, one way to continue to help us to grow that rhyme is to download the points bet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up, because not only are you getting those two count them, one, two risk free bets up to $2,000. But if you make a $50 or more first time deposit, you will receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of that awesome web content. And you'll even get a free t-shirt of your choice from that CHGO Lacher, just like the one that the goat has on right now that you can't see, but he has it on because he looks phenomenal in it. And in case you missed it, y'all, online signup is available here in Illinois. You don't have to go out. You can stay in your house. You don't have to walk out into this ridiculously hot weather that is on the way. You can stay in the house and download that PointsBet app and register your account from start to finish and do it all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sportsbook easy on the ever so you can start living your bet life win in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Because once that game starts, y'all, you don't just bet. Goat lead. Tell them what they do. Live your bet life. That's what you do. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Um, real quick here before we get out of here. Will, I saw you tweeting about this guy earlier today, Kenyon Martin Jr. Mm. Uh, and there is a report, I believe, from the Athletic Houston reporter that Kelly Eco, my guy. Right. That um, Kenyon Martin Jr. is asking for a trade. Mm. Yeah. I it seems like the situation where if a guy feels like they're bringing in, you know, they've got three picks, right? They could bring in three forwards that play in front of him and he wants to get some minutes. Uh, you, you can't really blame him for that. Like he's a second round pick making about a million bucks a year. Uh, he's trying to establish himself. It would not surprise me at all if that was true. So uh, if I'm the bulls and I am trying to, as we've talked about, like do a better job of hitting on moves around the margins this guy is 21. He's six, seven. He shoots at 36, 37% uh, numbers from beyond the arc. He is an athlete, super bouncy, super long, um, can defend a little bit, not a super high IQ player yet, but like, this is the mm -hmm. kind of guy I think you want to take a swing on. See if you can coach him up a little bit, learn the system, defend within the team scheme. And like, all of a sudden you've got another big wing that can give you minutes, uh, Again, it's like insurance policies behind Patrick Williams. If you trade him, if he mm. doesn't pan out the way you want him to, like you need to have a backup plan because this past year it was Javante. It was a 29 year old six, four guard who mm. was playing 30 minutes a night at power forward. Like they have to have better options. And if they do want to do this thing where, as we talked about, like sort of thread the needle between being a win now team with Damar and Vooch and also being able to like take this thing into the future, like a 21 year old 
like that. I mean, he seems like the perfect option. And if they can yeah. package something to maybe it's the pick or maybe they the Rockets want Kobe and there's some deal in there. Uh, who knows? But I think he's definitely a guy that they should be targeting um, in free agency just to try to bolster their depth up front. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll with you on this, Will, because you definitely put him on, on my radar. And I'm looking at this here, I mean, I like the stability, too. The fact he played 79 games uh, says a lot. That's a big deal uh, for a guy like that. But <laughs> I love how you just drove that point home, though, about Javante and just emphasizing the fact he's 6'4", because you're right. Like, bringing in a guy who can still give you the same things Javante Green can give you, but be three or four inches taller is really, really awesome thing. And and also being younger to do those things is also great too. And yeah, like he just seems like a guy who's who's got basketball on his brain all the time. Um, you mentioned the IQ, you know, I love high IQ guys. So now I got to pay attention to that. But then, you know, I look at his, his pops. Pops wasn't the highest IQ player either. You know what I'm saying? Kenya Martin wasn't that dude, but Kenya Martin was a dude. You know what I'm saying? That dude could play the game of basketball. Like, for real. He's an all-star, for God's sakes. Uh, shout out Jason Kidd for doing that for him. But, yeah, I would take a risk on that. I would take a swing on that, too, Will. I think it's a it's a, it's a a low-risk thing. You know what I'm saying? To, like you said, to bolster your lineup. Like, picking up a second-rounder who is still growing, you know what I'm saying, and, and evolving in this game. Why not take a risk on somebody like that if it's available? Makes sense. And he's make like I said, he's a minimum player. Like this is not yeah. deciding if you want to put forty million dollars on the cap for the next right. four years. Like right. this is an opportunity to to take a swing on a young guy. They should. That's exactly how they need to be building their developmental program. I don't know if I'm going. If I'm if I'm the Bulls, I'm trying to steal somebody away from Houston right now. You you guys know who I want. Boban, give me Boban. You want a big dude who can shoot? You know how much fun Boban Bull would be? <laughs> you got the name already? <laughs> Boban the Bull. Boban and, Boban and Benny. You have no idea how much fun Boban and Benny would have? Are you kidding me? You're right. They would. I don't know if I want fun. I want, I want winning. <laughs> I've, I've had fun. I have Robin hey, Lopez here. That was fun. Boban is underappreciated in the NBA. Dude should That's play fair. more than he does. Dude should play more That's than fair. he does. That's fair. Had I, I won't disagree with that. Maybe the best moment in the entire movie Hustle at the beginning. Did you guys see okay. it? I, did I didn't watch it yet. Matt did. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it was so good, Dave. You got to watch it. But uh, yeah, I watched it. This yeah, they're, they're, he's like going around Europe, like scouting players, and he goes in this gym, and Boban is in there just blocking everyone. And he's <laughs> like, So, how old are you? Because you have to be no, no older than 22 to enter the draft. And he's like, I'm 22. And then this guy, this like, you know, this other man walks in and he's like, who's this? And he's like, it's my son. (laughs) How old is he? He's 12. (laughs) And he's like, he's like six ten. Oh man. Okay. You got, you got to watch it. I'll watch it this week for sure. I'll watch it. Um, One name I'm going to throw out you guys real quick. Nick Claxton, um, Jonathan Fagan of the Houston Chronicle reports that the Nets are unlikely to match a mid-level offer if Nick Claxton signs one in restricted free agency. I know that there's a Bulls fans throwing Claxton's name around. I think he's a solid player, maybe a cheaper option to bullshit your front court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to be in the same category as the, you know, if you would be lucky enough to get uh, Mitchell Robinson or Isaiah Hartenstein or, you know, any of these sort of like lower end but capable starting centers 
uh, with the $10 million mid-level exception. Uh, it does. It would not surprise me if the Nets don't match that because they want to spend their money elsewhere. But he's a really solid, reliable therapy. center. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they could definitely use that too. Um, but he can box some shots, protect the rim, finish lobs. Yeah. He's he's one of those kind of rim rolling guys. And I think he's good. He's young and he could be a good fit as sort of a change of pace guy. But yeah. um, again, not not going to be the put you over the top, make you a championship caliber team free agent signing. And I'm not sure where I would rank him among, among those three that I mentioned before. No, no, he's not that guy uh, at all. But yeah, I would love to have him on the team. Like, I think he's a really excellent fit. We need all the big men we can get on this one. And I actually think he's a high IQ big man. Um, you mentioned the uh, rim rolling and the dunking. I mean, what, he shot about 68, maybe 69% from the field, something like something like that uh, last year for the Nets. But, yeah, he's I like him. Like, he's a good bench, solid role player. And, and he knows that's what he is, and he plays that way and blocks all kinds of shots. And, again, AK said they want athletes. They need more athletes. So it's seven-foot athlete. You got on your team right here, man. Yeah, you go get a guy like that. And again, low risk, you know what I mean? Won't cost you much or anything like that. So, yeah, I could, I think he'd be a solid fit here. All right. Well, we just covered a lot of NBA names that have been in news and rumors and reports over the last few days as we here sit on day one of NBA draft week. So we'll be back tomorrow with a fresh episode for you guys live at studio Tuesday afternoon, 3 p.m., Central time, start time, getting you guys ready for the draft. And then, as I said, a huge mega show on Thursday night covering the NBA draft live. Will we see the Bulls package the 18th pick and Kobe White or somebody else and make a move, trade up, trade down? So many possibilities on draft so night. That's why excited. we love this time of year so much. <laughs> Dave's excited. <laughs> I know the goat's excited. I'm excited too. All right, guys, I got to. Go get ready to get my ass kicked in our CHGO softball game later tonight. So Come on, Matt. Get a hit, Matt. And, uh, a hit, and I, I, dude, I just hope my quads don't burst. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at Bulls <laughs> underscore Peck at Wokotleave at Bow BNWL Sports and at CHGO oh, underscore man. Bulls. Until tomorrow, Bulls Nation. Appreciate you as always for tuning in. See you, Red. Be good.